You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. While we're talking some some NBA, let's look at the, ah, blah, 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 I promise I could talk. It's Friday. Let's wind it back up. And start over. It's Friday. I woke up at 10:30, a half hour after my first uh radio hit of the day. I had to apologize. <laughs> did the podcast right after, did my other hits, and now we're winding down the work week. And thank God. It was a very profitable week with the NFL draft. Went 11 and 2 in my picks. No thanks to the Green Bay Packers who minus 145 to draft the wide receiver in the first round did not do that for me. So I am a little angry with them. So uh, let's see what we got. NBA Futures Finals MVP, Nick. And if you go into the Futures uh, little section here over at BetMGM, you'll see the Warriors at plus 300. Uh, Quentin just came back the other night. So I, he's kind of with me on this one with Golden State. But Trista's been giving me a hard time. I'm all in on the Warriors because now Jordan Poole's the best player on the planet. He is Steph Curry. Steph's back in the starting lineup. Like the biggest problem for the Warriors right now was who leaves the starting lineup when we put when we put step back in and it's going to be loony. They're going to go small ball with Draymond at the five. I just, they have the experience. Obviously they've won the chips before. I like the warriors plus 300, not the price. Cause you could have had a better number literally a month ago, but they look good right now, man. Suns plus three twenty five, Boston plus three seventy five, the heat plus four fifty bucks, the defending champs, but no Chris Middleton, seven to one Mavs 16 to one, the Grizzlies 16 to one 76ers, 18 to one. And then you got the Timberwolves, 20 to 1. What are you doing uh, if you had to do something here with the championship before we move on to finals MVP? I mean, listen, first off, I'm leaning towards the Warriors, one, because I'm sitting on a ticket that has them 10 to 1 to win the title already that I got right up the road at BetMGM. So I'm going to be, it's a little personal when it comes to that. But on top of that, the Warriors are also a really, really good team. You mentioned the experience, and that matters because the difference between a team like the Warriors that's been in so many of these games, Mm -hmm. so many over the years, won titles, and the Grizzlies, who right now are up four on the Timberwolves, but they're they're trying not to let this go to a game seven against the seven seed. The Grizzlies right now are a good team in the regular season. The Warriors are a team you watch, and you can see the difference. You see the way. Now, I understand and it was Nikola Jokic yeah. and nobody else for the second straight year, and he's probably going to win MVP again, and he deserves it. But if you're looking at what the Warriors bring to the table, it's the start of Warriors Dynasty 2.0. You've got your big three back. You're adding Jordan Poole, who's become an extra splash brother. Yeah. Then you've got other young talent on this roster that's even going to carry over into next year. James Wiseman hasn't even played this year. I know. When we were talking with Lindsey, and you brought up, like, man, the Warriors aren't going anywhere for, like, the next 10 years. Jordan Poole, that pick ends up working out. He looks great. He's only going to continue to get better. And I was listening to a couple different podcasts on him, and, like, during the pandemic is when he really wanted to become a better player. Because you remember it, man. Last year, he was in the G League. Yeah. Two years ago, he was in the G League. He was almost out of the league. And he, like, fell in love with Tyler Hero's game when Tyler Hero was in the bubble and the Heat made that run to the finals. So every day that he was working out, he was, like, rolling off screens and doing all these different type of drills, and it's worked for him. He looks great. I was worried about the fit because I didn't know if Clay really liked him. And then they embraced like in like game 79 or whatever. I didn't know if Steph was going to like him because I mean, these guys have egos and you're asking Steph Curry Mm -hmm. to come off the bench. I know it was only for a couple games, but still, I mean, that's a former MVP right there and finals MVP. 
And uh, I don't know, man. They have the experience. A team like Memphis just has never been there. And in the NBA, that matters. Like, Jordan had to get beat up by the Detroit Pistons for years. Yes. LeBron had to leave Cleveland to go to Miami to get his first chip. After getting swept by the Spurs in the finals with the Cavs team, by the way, that had Booby Gibson as their second best player, basically. Yeah. Maybe Zydrunas Ogalskis, but he was old and his feet were slow. And uh, Mo Williams, I think, went to an all-star game. They did have Mo Williams on there. They did have Mo Williams there. But, But, you know, the Warriors, though, are a little different. They're kind of an outlier in the NBA where, sure, there's egos to a, a point, but they're about as egoless as it gets right. by NBA standards. Think about Steph Curry. When Durant came over, Steph stepped back and was like, I'll give up some shots. Yeah. Go ahead. You're going to win at finals MVP. Cool. Like, we want you here. They needed him. They wanted to keep him. He, didn't he fly? Like, I think if I remember correctly, Steph Curry was in China for some promotional appearance when he found out that Durant was going to leave and like tried to fly back over to go to keep him yeah. from leaving to go to Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, no, that, that's, right. that's what this organization is. So it's, they are, they are the model. They're the new model organization in the NBA. It was the Spurs during the Tim Duncan era and what Greg Popovich was able to build, what they've now built with the golden state warriors and taking advantage of their two down years where they're like, we've won titles. How about this? Everybody's hurt. We've got an excuse. Oh, look, we happen to get the number two overall pick. James Wiseman, why not? Like, it's all bonus for them. Jonathan Kaminga's turning into a nice player. There's so much young talent on this roster that is a little bit of time to develop while they still have the core that's won multiple titles for them. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so I like to look at, obviously, like what team you think is going to win the championship and then see if you're going to get a better price with the finals MVP. Like, this is what we were talking about with the final four. Like, mm-hmm. if you thought Duke was going to yeah. win the championship, you might as well take, like, Bancaro to win uh, MVP. You're getting better odds. So, Steph to win finals MVP, plus 400. I really like, so what I did was I played in the East. Now, this is a couple months back, and they were, like, 35 to 1. I went with Boston, and then they got right. Marcus Smart is... The true starting point guard after all those failed experiments, like Kemba Walker, even Kyrie. um, What else did they try um, that was just even worse than those two? I can't remember. um, Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, that was a nightmare. So Marcus Smart's been solid. Jason Tatum has finally really become a superstar. Now he's not like 1A to Jalen Brown's 1B. And Jalen Brown's great, but Tatum is the superstar of that team. But if I wanted to play Boston right now, why would I play them plus 375 when I could go... Tatum plus 500 mm-hmm. or Jalen Brown, 18 to one. So if you like the Warriors, like who could you make the case for other than Steph? Cause I was looking, you know, obviously Clay's a great story and he comes back from that injury, but I was looking at Jordan. Poole. I was just at 20 to Dude, one, he's 20 to 20 one, 20 to one. And remember too, I mean, Steph is not, he hasn't had great. He's had very inconsistent NBA finals. Yes. Like he has had his moments, but he's also had his games where you're like, is Steph playing? Where, where has he been? He's been carried kind of like, that's why I always yeah. say, I always say that the Warriors needed KD. They needed each other, but I always have been on the side of the Warriors needed KD a little bit more because the Warriors then ran into the LeBron Cleveland team mm-hmm. and they had the closer in Kyrie who Kyrie in the fourth quarter and that finals was just ridiculous, but they like needed somebody because in this league, same thing with John Morant, and this is what scares me a little bit about Memphis. I love that Derrick Rose Bulls team. They won 60-plus games the first year with Tibbs, and he was the youngest MVP ever. But then in the playoffs, they go into they run into Miami, and what they did in the fourth quarter of those games is they were like, okay, your best player is a 6'2 point guard, 6'3 point guard. We're going to put LeBron yep. at 6'9 on him and shut him down. Yeah. And that's what worries me a little bit about Memphis, but if Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks can knock down their shots, maybe they have a chance. But same thing with Steph in some of these final series. If you have a wing like KD that could create his own shot, like, they needed KD. They they did for those last couple. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I'd play Steph plus 400. A, I hate the price. I'd rather just play the Warriors plus 300, you know? Right. So it would be Jordan Poole 20 to 1. The other thing I was looking at is if you like Phoenix, I mean, the narrative is going to be if Chris Paul actually gets the ring. Like, Devin Booker, I feel like, could average 40 in that series. And they'll still give it to Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like Phoenix, plus 750 rather than plus 325 is awesome. Narratives don't matter as much in finals MVP, but it still matters. The narratives matter big time in NBA MVP, even NFL to a point. But the NBA, it's a big one. It's next guy up, or you've got, like, a two-year window, like Jokic now will pretty much have. Giannis just had that. It's always If you look, it's always guys winning back-to-back for regular season MVP. Right. Jordan never won three in a row. LeBron never won three in a row. Magic Johnson was the last, or Larry Bird was the last to win three in a row. Yeah. And then Magic Johnson was the last to win three in four years. Yeah. And, and you, but it, with this, you can, have, I mean, Andre Iguodala won a finals MVP. Chauncey Billups won a finals MVP. That was the first, I think that was the first year the Pistons, when they won that title in 2004, if I remember correctly, that was the first team in, I don't know how many years or maybe ever since, to, to win the title without a single all-star on the team. Yeah. They had no all-stars. Yeah. I thought that they were going to get demolished in that series. So I'll I. never forget. Because remember the Lakers and they bought bro- that team? It was Carl Malone and Gary, Gary Payton, Payton was on that. Yeah. And then they just blew the whole thing up, and then Shaq left and went to the Heat and won a title. And, you know, 